It's 11.59 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. Good evening and welcome to Night Drive. I'm your host, Horace Wexler. It's late and I am doing great in this little slice of paradise. I certainly hope you are too, wherever you are. Maybe you're you're playing bass on stage at a late night beach party down by the cove as the waves lap the shore, or perhaps you're just passing through our town on the long haul, headed south to go north to the panhandle. Well, wherever you are, whoever you are, I'm glad you're here. Tonight, we're diving into the world of Mastica Ennui. Sure, that's a big fancy scientific name, but you and I probably know it best as Bored Mouth. Fakahatchee was hit sudden and hit hard, and the sudden appearance has left a lot of people scratching their heads. Out of confusion, not because it's a symptom or anything. How can we stop it? What causes it? Does it go away? And if it doesn't, will all my other senses be heightened? Will I go mad if my hearing suddenly improves exponentially and I can hear all the bugs scurrying around in the walls? While my producer is more sympathetic, I'll be honest, I'm I'm having a dilly of a time wrapping my noggin around this inching sickness. And I also think it's fair to say I'm eating for two. Now that restaurants have supercharged their portions to avoid food waste and loss of revenue. Shout out to the Bragger Burger Barge, where I got a really tasty barge burger and the Big and Bragger fries for lunch, and, and they threw in 10 extra patties for me. Definitely the tallest burger I've ever eaten. So I can't help but feel like I'm benefiting from this in some hallway, even though I know a lot of you out there are suffering. Meanwhile, I'm dining like a king. I think I might be some sort of super taster now, because everything tastes too good, or, or it could be all in my head. And all I know is that my mouth is having the time of its life. But this show is not about me, no matter how much I'd like to think that's the opposite. It's about all of you out there. And I want to hear from you. Our number here in the studio is 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. Another real quick thing about me, I've got 126 of these pretty great coffee bean grinders left from uh, a friend. Uh, if you drink coffee, you can't get fresher than just ground beans, so give me a shot and I'll cut you a deal. Let's be honest, they're, they're really cramping my style and my double wide. They're all over the bed and anything, so uh, you'd be helping me out. Like at this point, I'm, I'm using them once and then throwing the whole appliance in the trash, which, which seems wasteful, but uh, it's kind of nice because I, I don't have to clean them. But also, these are so easy to clean. Um, so call up and my producer will grab your info and, and then you and I can exchange money and product in a Walmart parking lot like two of the most boring spies to ever exist. Obviously, if you can't taste coffee, maybe this is a pass for you right now, or or maybe buy a bean grinder on the idea that when you get better, this will make the freshest cup you can drink. That's, that's the power of positive thinking. For a while, I was positive bored mouth was being spread by a tiny microfly, which would lay eggs on your tongue and, and spread a low-level antiseptic, making your tongue totally numb. Uh, but that was apparently a bunch of horse manure I picked up from watching a YouTube video called Pamdemic. That's the one where a chubby dental hygienist, Pam Triskelson Burgetti, said that she was being silenced because the government didn't want us to know about these microflies putting their babies in our mouths. Um, 
it turns out they were just ignoring her because she wasn't very hot or crazy enough to really pay attention to. Uh, so that's obviously on me and my ignorance, but I want to help set the record straight. And health expert Dr. Leonard Skinny Scroggins uh, will be joining us this evening to help me do it. He'll share everything he knows about it, including what you can do to soften some of the symptoms and, and potentially avoid getting sick entirely. But we'll also be talking to you who are out there suffering from bored mouth, and those of you who aren't, harvesting all your thoughts and opinions with a giant scythe, putting them in a bushel, and grinding them under the mill of radio. Let me make bread from your thoughts. That number is 305-209-9686. Let's kick it off over here with uh, with the caller on line number one. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Horace. How you doing, buddy? Luis, it's good to hear from you. I got to tell you, man, your old pal Luis ain't doing so hot. I don't know. What's happening? I got that Mastica ennui. Damn. Man, it sucks. Uh, are you doing anything to, to try to turn it around? I ate two heaping plates of nachos, hoping it jumpstart my taste buds. Even had extra jalapenos. Uh, did it do anything? All it did was make me sick, man. Still nothing. Damn. I'm sorry, Luis. That, that, that is uh, just a bad hand you've been dealt there. Well, I'm going to go drink some wild turkey now and hope for the best. Well, if there's a bright side, Luis, it's this. If you can't taste anything, you might as well drink the cheap stuff. Watch out for gators and keep ahead of the haters, buddy. We'll catch you on the flip side. All right. You too, Luis. It's always good to hear from you. Stay strong, bud. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts and opinions, so call us up and share them, especially if you're suffering from Mastica Ennui. 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. Let's go over here and take another call right now. Hi, am I on? Yes, you're on. Uh, who am I speaking with? Uh, hi, this is Larry. Hi, Larry. I um, Yeah, I, I, I was listening and I, I heard about the, the, the bored mouth. And I, I'm just calling in to let you know I, I am one of the people with, with this. Yeah, so you suffer from from bored mouth. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Suffering's a good word for it. Yeah, <laughs> I suffer from it. Yeah, walk us through it. I know okay. I started the show with, and maybe I sounded not so empathetic, um, but it's been really difficult for me to sort of wrap my head around this because I I, I don't okay, have well, it. Can't... I've been eating like crazy. Everything tastes so good to me. So you know, just just kind of like school me. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, can you wrap your head around blood coming out of your face? It's like all the time? All the time. that's what's happening. Yeah, okay, listen. I just, I'm watching the game. You know, I was watching the Dolphins. I put my head down to get a nacho chip. I pull my head up, and blood is just pouring out of my nose. I mean, both nostrils. Just a dual flow, okay? And, I mean, if I tilted my head back and stood on someone's lawn and move my head from left to right and right to left, you'd be like, wow, that guy's water and that guy's lawn with blood. I just, it's constantly coming out of my nose. Really? So like once it started, it, it never stopped. I cannot stress this enough. It is a shocking amount of blood. Huh. Uh, were you doing anything um, specific at the time besides like enjoying a, a fine plate of nachos? I was just eating some beefy nachos that my wife made. It's one of my favorite foods. And at first I didn't realize it. Because she always puts salsa on the nachos, and I'm looking at the nachos, and I'm thinking, well, geez, Laura, you put too much salsa on the nachos. And then I realized the salsa was my blood coming out of my face. Right. And, and you couldn't taste the difference between the two. Well, I mean, beef is a very strong flavor forward food. So, no, I didn't realize that I was eating my own blood. I mean, 
I, I got to tell you, there is just a litany of foods that I can't enjoy anymore. Okay. I mean, cherry pie, out. Right. Fresh strawberry, gone. French fries with ketchup. Well, no. I mean, I used to start my morning every day with a glass of V8 juice and I, I, I just can't do that. It doesn't matter because I can't taste any of it. I cannot taste anything. It, I mean, you've mentioned a lot of tomato products here, like uh, with the salsa and uh, the ketchup and, and the V8. Uh, is it primarily tomato based products or, or is it? Just- no, I just I'm a big tomato head. I just enjoy tomatoes, cherry tomatoes, plum tomatoes, Roma tomatoes. I just, I just love it. I love the lycopene that you get from eating the tomatoes, but I can't I can't do it anymore because of the blood. And when I eat it, I, I, I just can't see if there's blood on the food, and I can't taste anything, okay? Whatever part of the brain that handles taste is gone, okay? It's, it's right next to the part of the brain that, you know, makes me wake up in the middle of the night to go pee four times. And that other part of the brain where, you know, just things don't work as good as they used to. I just, I'm getting older, and just things are just shutting down sector by sector. Right. Uh, Larry, how old are you? Me? I'm 26. 20, okay. Well, I thought it might be like... Something that was aimed specifically at the elderly, but if you're t- 26, that that really doesn't seem like it's the case. Uh, do you feel like you're getting better or or feeling better? Have you had any sort of recovery? No, I feel terrible. I can't taste a thing, and there's blood coming out of my face. I is talking to you right now with two of my wife's tampons inserted into my nostrils. That is how I have to get through the day, and they are very absorbent. You know, I had. No idea about the efficiency of those products, but yeah, wow, yeah, I, you're probably using a heavy flow tampon as opposed to something reserved for a light day. Yeah, it's a heavy flow. Yeah, that's exactly right. Larry, ha- have you adopted any coping mechanisms to get you through this this trying time? No, a lot of times I just put my head back, put a couple of tampies in there. Sometimes a double plug, and you know, I just turn on the radio, and I'm like, well, at least I can enjoy that. Right. And I'm just waiting for this thing to go away, you know, and I'll tell you one thing, you know, I'm very thankful that this country has just the best health insurance in the world. Did you know that it's only a three and a half week wait to see my doctor? That's pretty good. That's not even a month. Yeah, exactly. That is just good stuff right there. So all I got is another uh, 16 days and I can finally see him and figure out what's going on. Until then, I just got a bucket. What about um, any sort of coping mechanisms for, for the loss of flavor or taste? Mm, yeah, well, uh, my wife, Laura, she did give me a salt block, and I was running my head along that. And I could just pick up a little bit of salt, but not much. So mm-hmm. at this point, I've actually been eating quite healthy because I can't taste anything. So it's been nothing but leafy greens and whole grains for me. <laughs> I've been losing a lot of weight. Almost a shocking amount. I think most of it has to do with the blood loss. I'm almost down to my grade school weight, so I'm pretty happy. Oh, that's that's great. 108 pounds. That that seems like way too little for uh Yeah, for a, I'm usually around 160, but I gotta tell you, I am looking tight. So it if you could taste anything at, at this moment, what do you think it would be? Uh you know what I would love to taste? I, this is going to sound silly, but I would love to just have a pickle and I would love to just really taste the flavor of a pickle. Now, are we talking dill or, or are we talking uh, sweet, sweet pickles? Horace, we're always talking dill. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, sweet pickles, get to the back of the line because no one wants to chew you. Okay, it's just dill all day. And I got to tell you, I I love dill. I think it's kind of a big dill. Yeah. Did you? You get it? <laughs> well, I'm glad to see I, your, your sense of humor hasn't been affected. <laughs> you know, that's why Laura married me because I'm hilarious. <laughs> I, you know, I, I honestly, I would love to have a pickle in my mouth and just really enjoy it because right now it just tastes mushy. I mean, without the taste of a pickle, the consistency is very unsettling. Right. Right. Hey, do you miss the bad tastes? No. Why would anybody miss bad taste? I was uh, just you think question. somebody you can't smell misses farts. I mean, come on. If you went your whole life without farts, wouldn't you want to know like what you were missing? Not that it's a great thing to be missing, but like, have you smelled farts, Horace? Why would anyone miss that? Unless it was your own. I guess I do kind of miss farts, right? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I just farted. So <laughs> that was more of a joke where you had to be there. Yeah, it it, it sounded like it. I know in some uh, some of the like Facebook groups and, and stuff for you know survivors and uh, people who are suffering with bored mouth. There's been some talk about some extreme surgeries to cope with this. Mm -hmm. um, have mm -hmm. you given any sort of thought to like having your tongue removed or uh, getting a donor tongue? Well, I've always been more of a DIY guy, so I've been doing a bunch of home remedies. Uh, I have a bunch of batteries right now. You know, little big old thick ones that I've been putting my tongue on them mm -hmm. just to kind of get that voltage and wake that sucker up, see if I could do anything. Larry, I'm going to let you go and, and move on. Um, my producer is telling me that uh, Dr. Scroggins is waiting to talk to us. Um, I, I do hope that you'll stick around and, and listen to what he has to say, and uh, maybe he'll have some tips. Or Yeah, I'm at, I'm at the point where I will try anything, okay? I mean, I am desperate. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. There's blood leaking from my head. Right. Okay, that is a problem that we need to address pronto. So the, the blood seems to bother you more than the, the lack of flavor. Of course, there's blood coming out of my face. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to put that higher on the list than, ooh, I can't taste bacon as much. Uh, well, maybe Dr. Scroggins will, will have some, uh, I, I don't know, like words of wisdom for you or um, or maybe some well, home sure remedies. I hope so. He's a damn doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Um, so, uh, daddy, what do you mean we'll see. He's I, a doctor. I, he is a doctor. I, I don't know what he's going to say or, or what sort of answers he has. And I, I certainly don't want to speak for him, Larry. Why, well, that's some answers. Otherwise I'll come over to his house, bleed all over it. Well, I, I'm, he's a doctor. I, I imagine he's pretty used to blood. Well, shit, I got to think something else then. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for calling. I, I hope you call back in the future. And, you know, I, I do hope that, uh, that you find some sort of relief. Oh, of course. God bless you for saying that. We all, we're all praying for you. All right. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial and we'll be right back after this. Unhappy with your face? Oh. <laughs> Nose in just the wrong place? <sighs> Need a tuck of the chin or a lifted grin? We can do it all for you and at a fraction of the price that you can't afford. Hi, I'm Dr. Ricky Rick Rick Rickerson, and I think plastic surgery should be affordable for everyone. Why pay top dollar when nine-tenths as good as half the price at Rickerson Surgery Market? Whoa. Why the low prices? Well, we don't get bogged down with time-consuming perfectionism, which means we surgery in bulk and then pass those savings on to you. 
face lifts, boob lifts, testicle lifts, thigh lifts, chair lifts, lipoplasty. We'll move those brows. We'll enhance those cheeks. Smile stretches, penis reductions, penis additions, microderm abrasion. Shit, we'll Botox anything you let us get near. We'll take it off and put it somewhere else. Dicletage bleaching, hair transplants, butt transplants, nipple transplants. We'll make them bigger and make them the smallest they've ever been. Wow. We'll make that badge like new or stretch it out twice as wide with the most minimally invasive procedures you've ever seen. Most doctors only see four or five patients a day, but I've seen sometimes 20 or 30, meaning I've got more face time than these so-called experts. In between you and me, we'll do anything you want. Did you know there's no law against getting a second sniffer put on your pudding? Mm. Make that smile stretch from ear to ear, literally. You just gotta say you want it bad enough and then sign a release of liability form so you can't sue us if you change your mind. We'll give you what you want while we do what we love. Surgery, Rickerson Surgery Market, plastic surgery at bargain basement prices. Even though we're not in the basement anymore, we've moved up to the old abandoned typewriter factory. All right, let's take another call. Let's pop over here to line line one. Let's go to line one. Hey, Horace, uh, just wanted to say something to the previous caller. Uh-huh, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, he is using those tampons, right? And uh, talking about how they'll shoot out when they get too full? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he did. Well, maybe he's tried this already. Uh, I don't know, but uh, sometimes at the Atocha facility, if uh, one of our residents is bleeding real bad from the face... Uh, We'll just wrap a maxi pad around it so their nostrils don't end up all stretched out. Right, right. The uh, the Atocha facility, is that a government or... Oh, oh, gods, no. Uh, it's a nursing home. The uh, the Atocha facility for age maximization. Oh, of course, the, the one where everyone yeah, is... Yeah, the one that focuses on making everyone live a long time instead of being happy. We do all right, but boy, are those old folks happy to see us in the rearview mirror. Uh, or they would be if they weren't dead, but, uh, man, they, they sure are old when they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and how do you guys go about doing that? Well, it, it's proprietary, uh, which is really my way of saying I, I don't understand it, but uh, uh, apparently it's got something to do with how the facility is constructed. How, how do you mean? Well, I, I mean, if you were to go down to, say, the city planning office and, and pull the plans... Uh-huh. Uh, you'd get the blueprints, but uh, they're not accurate. They're, they're, there's like a whole lot more beams and wires, and uh, it seems to be aluminum everywhere. Uh, I have to use a landline because there's just a ton of interference on a cell phone, so so you can't really get a signal. Uh, uh, we're all cassettes and CDs here as well because uh, radios don't work in the building. I, then how are you listening tonight? <laughs> I, I'm at home, man. I, I don't live at the facility. I don't live at the facility. I'm I'm not 90 years old. <laughs> it's also really aerodynamic for some reason. Interesting. Uh, aerodynamic. Yeah, yeah. Like the the wind cuts around us, uh, like when you're driving in a sports car. Uh, it, it's probably for hurricanes, but it, it's still weird. Uh, we get a weird cross breeze by the front door. Um, the crisscross beams are definitely weirder, though. It, it's really uh, an odd building. It, it's not like some of the other homes I've worked at. Um, 
I don't think it was built from scratch. I think they probably just took over some old building and, and modernized huh. it. Okay. Uh, well, let's bring this back to, to board mouth if we can. Uh, I know initially some were saying that the nursing homes were, were hit especially hard. You, you know, we thought that at first. Uh, thought we had a building chock brim full of sufferers, and, and we were going to have to burn it down to stop the spread. Um None of our residents uh, could taste anything. They were they were just eating plain oatmeal. Like that 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 was all they'd ask for. And then, uh, duh, it, it hit us. They like plain oatmeal. Uh, they could taste everything just fine. It's just all too spicy for them. And and at one point, we had to stop serving them Arrowhead water because quote their mouths were burning. So uh, nah nah, we're all good. Uh, uh, we actually didn't have any cases. No cases. Uh, no cases at all. Nope, uh, not even one. Uh, is that odd? It, it felt weird to me, but, uh, you know, I just emptied bedpans. So what do I know about disease? Yeah, that that is a little weird. Well, you know, we're not going to maximize these geezers' age if they're getting all sorts of weird mouth issues and whatnot, I guess. Uh, did did any of the workers get BM? Excuse me? Uh, sorry, uh, board mouth. Oh, nah, <laughs> no. Uh, well, there was uh, one nurse who got it during her staycation, but uh, no one who was working in the building, which is which is good because uh, some of the side effects seem uh, a real pill. Uh, I deal with enough blood already. Thank you very much. Huh. Well, uh, it sounds uh, like you have a tough job uh, taking care of all those all those old folks. Uh, thanks for calling in with your tip for the bleeding, and and you know. Uh, keep those old folks safe. All right. All right. We'll do. We'll do. We'll get right back to your calls in just a moment. There's a lot of you and you're all screaming out into the darkness directly into your telephone, just begging to be heard. Well, before we get back to those calls, we've got just a few Fakahatchee community announcements. Schools back from summer. Schools back forever. You probably never knew Alice Cooper wrote a sequel to his very popular hit from 1972, did you? Well, then you also probably didn't know that Alice Cooper sponsors a free community-wide screening for lice. Nothing ruins a headbanger's ball like an itchy scalp, so come and get your whole family in before the start of school season and get your head checked for billion-dollar babies. Gross. That's... Blah. Gertrude Molmuton has asked whoever's roundhouse kicking the heads off the swan boats out by the lake to please stop. McMurray's Pit will be open for swimming this weekend. It is lovely, dark and deep, and a perfect constant 82 degrees for swimming. Towels and blessed crucifixes are available for rent on site. Swimmers are encouraged to not attempt to swim to the bottom. And while lifeguards will be on site, you're asked to guard your own soul. Have you seen the Fakahatchee Lobsterman? Or even better, do you have a picture, audio, or video recordings of the Lobsterman? Do you know it intimately? Has it touched you in any way, whether normally or in a manner that could be described as sexual? I want to know about it. Please send any evidence you might have or a transcription of your encounter to me, Rusty Stabulous, at isawthelobsterman at gmail.com to participate in my research and help find and study this strange creature. Oh boy, there's a hot waste of time. They'll probably give this ding-dong a time slot. All right. Uh, is there any other... Okay. 
All right, so uh, let's jump over here to to line four. Uh, my producer is saying that uh, Doctor Scroggins is, is is waiting for us over there. Good evening. Here I am. Here I am, Horace. Good evening <laughs> to you. Uh, I'm so happy to have you with us. I know a lot of people are uh, are frankly worried, and and some are afraid, and uh, and some people like me, I, I I just don't get it. I mean, I'm not suffering, so I'm glad that we have a, a healthcare professional here uh, to walk us through uh, some of this stuff. Yes, yes. No, I don't. Uh, I don't like to tout my own horn, but uh, it is a good time for the people to hear my voice. Right, right. And uh, and and it's my understanding that the city council has put you in charge of uh, of all of the response uh, to Mastica on We uh, slash Boardmouth. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. It's very important to have a a, a point person to uh, uh, tell others what to do and to set guidelines that everyone can follow so that uh, that we have a common common uh, uh, path towards uh, the success that we are already experiencing. Oh, interesting. That brings us right to our uh, or to my first question, which is um, there's been a lot of concern in the community uh, about where we are in the middle of this this illness that's that sort of enveloped us all. And I think frequently uh, the public has difficulty uh, either seeing or interpreting the data in the way that you might. Uh, what are you seeing in this that that maybe we aren't? Well, what what I am seeing is that we are we are past the middle. Uh, you say we're in the middle, and I say no, we are closer to the end. Uh, as as I have said, as the people have seen, we do not uh, we are not experiencing the community spread, um, and that is because of the measures that we have we have taken both medically and in preventative measures. Uh, and so, uh, what I see in the data is uh, a community on the mend. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Um, can I ask uh, what about your response has has worked so well to, to maybe combat this? Well, I was uh, I was quick to um, to embrace the uh, sponsored testing that got big money behind uh, big test. And that mm-hmm. is how we we identified many of the infected persons. And that <clears throat> helped us, uh, you know, stifle the spread. Right. And, and um, w- w- did that involve bringing a big corporate sponsor like Subsway into the testing uh, process? That's right. That's right. I think anyone who would uh, not want to get a corporation involved in something like medical testing is being very short sighted uh, because uh, the Subsway funding and the additional dollars kicked down from the Dorito Corporation uh, helped us to get many a uh, medical grade Dorito prepackaged in those individual Dorito triangular plastic packages. And so that we were ready for uh, as many testing sites as, as needed. Right, right. Uh, what is it about? Uh, and, and maybe you don't know, because this might be more of like a research question. What is it about these medical grade Doritos that are so useful in, in helping to reveal uh, the presence of this illness? It is a, a strange medical phenomenon uh, that has everything to do with the geography of the tongue and the uh, the fine powderiness of the, uh, the dairy on the Dorito. And without getting too deep into the science uh, of the, the lactose proteins, it is what you see on the Dorito once it is removed from the tongue after a 12-second application uh, shows you everything you need to know within one to three business days. Right. And I think we're, we're so lucky to have that. So you said that you thought we were, were close to the end of this. Uh, yeah. Are we, how quickly is this spreading? Is it something that we still need to be worried about um, overall or? Uh, listen, I've been a doctor for a long, long, 
long time. So it is always important to be worried about everything all the time. But it is equally important not to panic. And with uh, the progress that we have made, I would say that people can take that worry down from a seven to perhaps a three or even a two. A and, two? Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, the, 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 the spread is no longer happening. We are not seeing it in the community. Mm-hmm. I've, I've encouraged cardio as a means of staying healthy and not contracting the virus. And we are seeing uh, that that is indeed uh, keeping people from contracting it. As long as people listen to me, then uh, what, what do you have to be afraid of? Well, I've I've noticed that um, while some of us are are still feasting, uh, there's others who are, you know, sort of quietly whiling away the hours that they used to eat with with just frowns on their faces. That's right. Is there anything that you can recommend to these these people who are suffering, um, who's suffering that I can't even begin to imagine? Oh, no. I mean, I, I just I'm thinking about a giant turkey leg I ate this afternoon. Um, mm. but, but what can you recommend for these these people who I, I'm told are suffering? Well, that, that's part of the reason that my, my cardio uh, preventative program has been so important and effective is that uh, whether you are sick or not, running can make you hungry. And so you might run yourself right into some hunger. And then if you are healthy, you could run away from someone who would otherwise uh, give you this disease. Uh, so that is, that is what I say, number one. And the other is, uh, is just to vomit. Just try vomiting and then see if that makes you hungry thereafter. Interesting. You're proposing like hunger-inducing measures, uh, even though the, the tongue is not lusting after flavor. That's right. You may hear some in other parts of the country. People say try medicinal uh, marijuana. Right. And I do not, I do not support that. Well, it, that brings me to uh, to my next question. Um, some folks are, are really starting to talk about uh, different sorts of procedures to solve this. Um, I've seen tongue grafts being floated, mm-hmm. tongue donations, people uh, getting on a donor list to get, um, like if somebody dies in a motorcycle accident, getting their tongue mm-hmm. put into their, their mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and some people are just plain having their tongues removed at this point, um, finding yeah. them more of a nuisance uh, now that they're unable to taste flavor. Um, right. Do you approve or, or recommend any of these? No, or? no I, I do not. I do not uh, support. I believe that God gave us the geography of our tongues uh, with great reason. And uh, you cannot hide from that, uh, even if you take off and hide your tongue. Right. Uh, you you must keep your own tongue. And when you get to the other side of this, you will be uh, rewarded for, for uh, showing the strength and courage to keep your tongue attached to your tongue roots in the back of your throat. Now, now, real quick, when you say get to the other side of this, are you talking about to like the afterlife, like the the other side? Or are you talking about on the other side of this, uh, this sort of outbreak? Uh, I think that's a pretty clear dual interpretation. Both of those work just fine for me. Doctor, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I, I only have one more question. And, you know, this this might be more open ended. As we start to uh, approach the the end of this outbreak, do we have any idea how this started? Like I, I talked at the top of the show about how for a while I thought it was some sort of fly that laid its eggs on your tongue, mm-hmm. uh, and those eggs made made all your um, your little buds on your tongue numb, and so you were unable to taste. I, I realize now that that was some 
some bad information from a from a video that I watched. But uh, do you have any idea as to what might be the cause? I believe based on <clears throat> the uh, the relationship this virus has to uh, food and to our tongues and to hunger and, and the fact that a good American product such as the Dorito has proven so effective in uh, combating this particular strain, I believe it's it's quite clear this is a foreign food-borne disease. Interesting. And it can't be uh, pinpointed exactly where it came from. Aside to, uh, to say that uh, from from the south of us, got it. So, it, are you thinking more like regional or or more like uh, specifically country based? Like, are we talking about like Cuba versus like uh, South America? I believe more south than there. I don't. I'm not ready to pinpoint. I don't want people getting up in arms about what I said about who. But I would say the Mexican region. Interesting. Yes. I, I said that there was going to be one more question, but um, have you seen any sort of like secondary uh, sort of side effects to this lack of taste? Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, there occasionally someone will run a fever, or uh, the, the, it's a difficult time as we change our seasons. So do our symptoms of, of just uh, seasonal allergies, mm-hmm. uh, and there have been there have been uh, explosive nosebleeds that people are, are coming in to see me and talk about, and and they are worried that this is a symptom of, of this particular virus. Right, um, and I, and I believe it is far more likely that is just uh, a change in the weather. Got it. Um, as as inflammation builds in the heat, and then uh, the weather starts to change. That blood's got to go somewhere, and it may just pop right out out your nose. Right, like uh, when you heat like water in a pot, and it's like all that steam has got to go somewhere. It's the same as like the body heats up. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, Horace. I got it. Okay. Well, uh, doctor, is there anything you want to share to to any of the listeners out there? Maybe precautionary, or um, maybe like even some home remedies uh, to would, help yes. those. Yes, absolutely. I would say uh, first off, live your life, mm-hmm. but but do so with a great amount of uh, concern and worry. Uh, uh, run all the time to stay healthy and to get away from sick people. Uh, and as far as uh, home remedies, uh, boil water and then put in a stick of butter and then pour that over bread and then let that bread sit and then turn that wet, buttery bread that has dried into croutons. Uh, and and should people eat these croutons, or are they topical? Or I I find that if we leave them out for the birds, it makes the birds happy. Right on. Uh, well, doctor, uh, I know how pressed for time you are currently in dealing with this. Thank you so much for for spending your time um, just to talk to some of our listeners and and you know assuage their fears. And uh, I, it's just really appreciated by all of us. I, it is what I aim to do. It is my purpose on this earth. Thank you, Horace, for giving me this platform. Dr. Scroggins, you're a hero, and we support our heroes as much or maybe more than our troops. You are too kind and too true. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Dr. Scroggins. Uh, we'll be right back with more of your calls right after this. Burgers, boats, and brews. That's the three B's down to Brogger's Burger Barge, where you can bring your bros to binge our brined beef barge burger with Briscoe sauce. Bringing those burger fries for a briquette roasted burger briskly brought to your brother before that bro has a breakdown. 
We're not a brasserie, we're the brew pub for the brew ha ha. Be a bro or bridesmaid. That's not us being braggy, Buster. We'd go broke before being unable to back up the braggadocio. It's not brash to bring your brain that needs a burger breakdown to the Burger's Bar, Burger Bar. Burger's Bar, Burger's Bar, Burger's Bar, Burger's Drive to the end of the road and then keep going. For whatever reason, some of you can't call in tonight, but your ears are are still glued to the radio. Carlo Martel tweeted at us at Night Drive FM to say, Apple pies. Apple pies. All I can think about is apple pies. I was suffering silently from Mastica Ennui until someone said, Hey Carla, how do you like them apples? And I can tell you, I no longer like them very much to answer your question, sir. I do not like them at all. Dark stuff. Thanks for tweeting at us, Carla. Rusty Chop Bisque logged onto the old Facebook and went to facebook.com slash nightdrivefm to say, Now listen here, Horace. This whole thing is nonsense. I can taste just fine. In fact, I'm tasting at a whole new level. I might be able to taste too well. I can taste my wife's mood, my dog's barks. Hell, I can taste the radio waves they're shooting around all over the place. Like right now, your show is tasting a bit salty, but also a bit sweet, like caramel corn, but with too much caraway seed. But some of that may be the Wi-Fi that I'm tasting, because it always tastes like rye bread, no matter what router I use. Not unpleasant, but a bit overwhelming. Well, that's uh, that's a thing to hear, Frusty. Uh, we're glad you're tasting what we're putting out there. <laughs> And Joinst Glathbury tagged at Night Drive FM Insta over on Instagram in a photo collage of her, well, she just seems to be putting her tongue on a lot of revolting things with the hashtag nope. A fence post, a rotting watermelon, uh, I don't even know what that is, but it looks heinous. Uh, I believe you, Joinst, uh, but please stop if you're doing this for me for some reason. I, I didn't need that much convincing. I believe you. I, I just think it's, you know, hard to wrap my head around. Uh, we'll get right back to more of your calls right now. Hi, Horace. This is James West here, and I am suffering from that bored mouth. I'm sorry to hear that, James. What's been the worst part? You see, I just love Donnie Utz's Krabby's Nutzes, and I just love that salty, wonderful, spice-filled flavor. Ooh, yeah, me too. I got some of those out of the work vending machine during a commercial break. And I just can't taste it anymore. It's driving me crazy. Dang. That's a real shame. So thanks for bringing some attention to this. I hope that they find a cure so I can get those crappy nuts right back in my mouth. Well, I know Dr. Scroggins is doing his best, so uh, hopefully we'll find some relief soon. Thank you, Horace, and have a great evening. You too, James. Uh, Thanks for calling in. Uh, You can also call in by picking up your phone and dialing 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. Uh, let's go over here to line three. Line three, go ahead. Oh, am, am I on? Uh, you are on, sir. Uh, who, who is this? <laughs> who, who am I? Oh, you know what? Why don't you call me Hot Sauce Man? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you call me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll write the Hot Sauce Man. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Did, did I say the... the Hot Sauce Man? No. I said Hot Sauce Man. Got it. 
just know that know the just hot sauce man. Hot sauce man, not the hot sauce man. Is it the Superman? No, it's just Superman. All right. My producer was saying that you are also suffering from from board mouth. Is is that correct? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I got my test on leave, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've I've been to those testing centers. Uh-huh. You know, they give they give you the extra strength burritos. And let me tell you something. They yeah. don't work. Okay? They don't work. All right? And I mean, I get those things. They're strong. You know, they're, I hear they're illegal in, in Mexico and Canada and a bunch of other places, but they don't work. And I don't know if you know what it's like not to taste nothing, but what? it could drive a man crazy. Well, it, it, hot sauce, man, if I can't, they're, they're not supposed to be a, a cure. It's a, a test uh, to tell you if, if you have Mastica ennui. So if you didn't... No, you go there and you eat the Doritos and then you get the taste buds back because the fiberglass in the Doritos reactivates them. That's what I, that's what I saw on the website. I'm not sure that that's the the community uh, the medical website that uh, Doctor Scroggins runs. But no, 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 not that website. That's you know what? That's all lies, man. No, I go to the only website I go to is Metasone We is uh, a falsehood dot com. That tells you everything. I, I see what's happened here. You know, at one point, I I got some bad information too that that I talked about. Uh, I watched um, Pandemic. Uh, and I thought it was like a, a fly. I, I talked about it at the beginning of the show, but like a fly that that lands on your tongue and, and lays all all of its eggs, and those eggs numb your tongue. But they, but that's not the case. Oh God! Why would you? Why would you think that? That's well, I, not I, how you get it. Look, why it, you get it is that while you're sleeping, government officials come in who are most likely Mexican or people of color, and then they inject your tongue. With this, man, this is all common knowledge, man. Don't you know this? I don't think that anyone really knows what causes it yet. So I, there's a lot of speculation, and and while I think you're you're maybe speculating a little harder than some of us, who, who's to say you're wrong? Um, but I, I, nobody's saying I'm wrong. Everyone's saying I'm wrong. Everyone I talk to, everyone I bring into my basement, they all say the same thing. Like you're right, man. You're right. Let me go. Okay, I believe you. You know, like they all say it. So like I'm fine. They used to do this stuff. They would inject you and make you gay. That's how that started. And then they decided to switch somewhere. And now that no taste buds. So they're like, it's oh, here we are, you know? Right, right. So, uh, so, so let's rein this in a little bit. Um, uh, when did you uh, realize that you first had Mastica Ennui, Hot Sauce Man? Uh, whew, okay. Um, I was at my workbench and my nose started bleeding. And it was bleeding pretty bad. And um, blood came out and it was in the shape of a hot sauce, shape of a bottle of hot sauce, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so I wiped my nose, you know, and uh, I didn't do nothing because, you know, I'm not a not a pussy. Uh, and so then I reached for a can of Scud, you know, and it was my favorite flavor. And I drink it, and it just tastes like nothing, you know. It tasted like empty lies. And Right. Uh, what uh, what flavor like, is that? They, it wasn't unflavored Scud, was it? No, no, man. It's purple. Uh, and I didn't taste nothing. And at first I was like, Oh, that's no big deal. It's just because, you know, I've been smoking a lot of, um, cigarettes, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it went away. I thought it'll come back. And then it was a week and then it was two weeks. And then I don't even know what day it is anymore, man. And, you know, then you just find yourself at a rest stop and you're just, you want anything to just feel again. You just want that release, you know? 
Yeah. And so you got to find a different place. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say I understand, but I, I mean, like, I, I just had some of the boldest flavors that uh, I think my mouth has ever experienced today. Uh, just like re- fusion crossovers uh, that I was never expecting to, to taste. Um, what, what, like, what, kind of, what kind of flavors, man? Well, look, um, you, you know how like food trucks like to do anything in a taco? Like you get a lot of that, um, you get a lot of that Mexicali Canadian. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. It's like, it's like, it, it's got like chilies and also like maple syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, I, I found a really, really great kimchi poteen. Um, that, that was just, oh, okay. my mouth sang. I, I did not realize that those two flavors could go together. The, the fermentation. Oh, and the gravy, uh, unbelievably good. Okay. That, that sounds good, man. That sounds really good. You know what I taste right now? Like, have you ever, like, taken a handful of cotton and just shoved it in your mouth? Right. Like, that's what I taste all the time. You know, and it doesn't it doesn't change, man. It just doesn't change. <laughs> so, you know, you, you do what you got to do. And uh, sometimes you just lose your mind a little bit, you know, just start it off. I would just invite somebody over and then I'd start talking to them about the truth. And they're like, well, I don't believe you. You're crazy. Oh, put that knife down, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I take them down into the basement. And <laughs> I just, I give them all the flavor, the hot sauce man can give. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, I just lay them down and put like a towel on their head. And I, I'm pouring the hot sauce on like a waterboard thing. I'm like, ah, oh, hot sauce, man! And then, you know, uh, then they die. I, um, uh, for some reason, I thought you were taking them down in, into the basement uh, when you first said it for like some sort of like delicious buffet or like a bunch of uh, hot sauces oh. that you had to share. Um, but no. th- that doesn't sound like it's the case. No, no, no. There's no, there's no buffet. Got it. So beforehand, I had a very limited diet, but now even more so, there's no point. I just grab anything close to me and put it in my mouth. But you know, like these people, they they got to know the truth, man. So I, that's why is is this a fetish thing? Here. Like no, no shaming here, but like, is this a fetish thing? Um, because that might be saved uh, for for Doctor Love, uh, who comes on it in the noon hour. <laughs> Man, it's not a fetish thing. All it's, right? it's not like sexual, like, I don't know, something about pouring hot sauce on people just kind of like, eh, I don't know. It, it gave me a real ick factor. Uh, again, no shaming, but like, eh. is Is the hot sauce bottle an extension of my penis? Yes, it is. But still, at the same time, no, this is about showing people the truth, man. It's about letting people know that this board mouth is set up by the government to try and make us communists. And, and, and give away all our money and our freedom and, and start wondering about that guy who lives across the street who's got them short shorts that you like so much. You know, like it's that sort of thing, man. And these people got to know. They got to know. So that's why Hot Sauce Man is here to save the day. Right, and right. And by save the day, I mean, like, kill people with, with hot sauce. So, so hang on uh the hot sauce man is taking people down into hot, hot sauce man hot sauce man there's the got is it there the? you say the jerry seinfeld you see jerry seinfeld well i mean if i'm showing respect man. i might say the jerry seinfeld if like somebody was confused about what jerry seinfeld it was oh I'm, like you were to say like the jerry seinfeld yeah I like imagine. oh which jerry seinfeld did you go have coffee with i'd be like the jerry seinfeld which is not a thing that happened but you know like if i had had some coffee with the jerry seinfeld i would make sure people knew it look 
I'm not going to argue that uh, logic because it's pretty sound. But having said that, how many hot sauce men do you know? Well, I, I, I honestly think I could probably say zero. There, I mean, one. At this point, you'd say one. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, but uh, do I, I? I don't know you. I mean, you're a caller. Oh, you? You know me. Everyone's going to know me because you know what I taste? What? I taste your fear. And whenever you taste something spicy, I'll be there just out of you watching you. Just like this guy. Ah, ah. Oh, wait. Oh, he's okay. He's okay. There's a guy, guy here, but he's, he's well, he's, he's I think he's, he's dead already. I was going to have him. Say I mean, something. this is radio, so we can't see him. So you have to put him on the phone for us to know if there's a guy there. Okay. I, okay. Real quick. Hang on. Hang on. Listen. Did you hear that? It just sounded like a bunch of clapping. Yeah, that was I was that was me like slapping the side of his head. So you like, oh, well, like then, you can't do that if it was just me by myself. Like, I mean, clearly that in the theater of like the mind, that sounds totally the same. Hot sauce, man. I, 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 how do I know that you're not hitting yourself over there? Why would I do that? And it doesn't make any sense. Call up a radio station and just slap myself like that. But like, no, this is this is not. This is a. That's another first right there, all right? And if he were speaking, he'd be able to tell you that I dine on fear. I don't buy it. <laughs> Frankly, I don't even believe that you have uh, Mastica Ennui. <sighs> I, I think one of my producers put one of the high school students in it again. I'm sorry. Uh, this was supposed to be a, a serious episode, and um, uh, producers really let me down on this. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. You may not believe in Hot Sauce Man, but Hot Sauce Man believes in you. Right. What else does Hot Sauce Man believe in, then? I mean, a, a number of things. I feel like I have been... I, look, you know how like somebody snaps and then they, they write like a manifesto? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, what's your manifesto? If, if you're so well, spooky... Well, here's the thing. Like, have you ever read a manifesto? Uh-huh. They're like 70 pages long, man. Like, I don't... I don't have time to write 70 pages. So, like, I, if you come to my house, when I bring you here, you'll see in my basement there is a series of pictures that I have drawn and then kind of some bullet points and a few things in bold that will give you an idea of what hot sauce man believes. Right. So, so what I'm hearing is there was a super long report that needed writing and you didn't do it like a high schooler. And, oh, here's the thing. Let, do you understand how time it takes? You go into a rest stop. You find somebody. Convince them to come back to your house. You hit them. Tie them up. And then you pour the hot stuff. Like, do you have any time left over to write a manifesto? I don't know. Man? Make them write it. That's inappropriate. Like, you're going to kill them. You're going to make them do schoolwork, too? I like, mean, dictate kind of it, at least. You? Like, you're, if you you're going to be so crazy and so demeaning, then be like, no, write out my manifesto before I frankly cover you in hot sauce which is not that threatening in and of itself it, like really it, unpleasant then i got to are they gonna get the subtle nuances of how i feel about the government no they're not they're gonna mess that up. oh man this is like when i used to post on blog sites it's just so frustrating all right hot sauce man is about hot sauce man he's not about words and clever wordplay and witticisms right uh, what well, hot sauce, man, we're going to move on. Um, I, we're, we're trying to do a little, uh, a community service and give back a little bit to the community and, and help inform people. And, 
Uh, frankly, you want to inform people. You want to inform people. You tell them. You tell them about the hot stuff, man. He's coming for you. Looking at the clock, that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me here in this space between your ears, this this radio space. Unfortunately, there just wasn't enough time to get to everyone's call tonight, uh, especially with that troll sucking up time that, that could have been used for other callers. Uh, listen to your doctor if you have one, and, and just please, please, please stay safe out there. If you've made it this far, I can only assume you enjoy the show, so please consider subscribing and giving us five stars, or follow us on Spotify if, if you're not local to Fakahatchee. And hey, a lot of you use Podcast Addict to listen to the show after it airs, so uh, why not give us a review over there to help new listeners find the show? You can find new episodes of Night Drive and the Fakahatchee News every other Sunday to kick off the week. You can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM or on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta. Or hey, come join us in the Discord. I'm separating it from Patreon, so it's open to everyone now and, and no longer a part of the Patreon. Uh, so it costs you nothing to, to get in there and join us. Uh, just shoot us a DM for the link and, and then come on in there and join the community. Uh, it's so important to have a digital space you can go and hang out in these days. And uh, I firmly believe that the people in this space are the best s tier folk top tier top shelf top shelf fellas top top tier ladies and that's that sounds terrible i'm uh, where where am i working at the spanctuary uh if you really love the show why not become one of our patrons and support the show at patreon.com slash night drive that helps keep the show going with hosting bandwidth etc uh, recently, uh, we used some of that to do a collaboration with at T-Dog Art to create a very cool vapor wavy piece of Night Drive art, uh, which is now available for purchase on t-shirts and all sorts of stuff at teespring.com slash stores slash night drive. Also, if you're a Patreon member, I'll be sending out a discount code for $4 off very, very soon. I know Teespring is doing uh, a 20% off this weekend. Uh, that might be done by the time you hear this. Uh, I've also been working with a different artist, and we've now got an official Night Drive poster that will be released in a very limited quantity. Uh, I just sent it off to the printers. I literally can't wait to frame one and put it on my wall. Uh, it's gorgeous. It's very pink. Uh, it's awesome. It's uh, more on that soon, as well as a reveal. But that, along with uh, some other bits and bobs like pins and stickers and magnets, uh, will eventually be available through the Night Drive website. Um, that's mostly because Teespring wants like seven bucks for that that shit. Too much for a sticker, dudes. Too much for a sticker. Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted with a razor-sharp candor by me, Horace Wexler. The following callers were ably played with stoic determination by Ron Babcock, Evan Gaustad, and Eric Toms. I'd also like to thank our lightning callers, Drew Inns and John Martinez Jr., as well as a very special thank you to our musical guest, Perp to the Nerp. Y'all probably need to go wipe that cello down. Good Morning Sunbuns with Tiffany Bunzel takes over for us tomorrow at 6 a.m. On tomorrow's show, Tiffany has a midlife crisis and shrieks at her producer for 30 minutes before crying on air until her mascara runs and her face looks like it's melted. Home Renovators, the Property Brothers, will be there and maybe they'll help prop her up. Also, celebrity dog kisser Janeth Wondercade will drop by to show you how to smooch your pets the way the stars do. 
So until then, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing that we're broadcasting out across the swamps, uh, presumably for the alligators, maybe some sort of gator love song. Who's to say? So until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving.